video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your hosts to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 191 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my Hollywood homeboy, the international homeboy. I mean, how many nicknames can we really have for you on this thing? I've been waiting for the one that you said you were going to call me this week, so... (laughs) <laughs> Grizz Rock. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> that makes you my Cheryl Crow, bitch. Let's do this. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Why am I? Why am I Cheryl Crow now? What the Let's fuck? Do it. Like we're a duo, you know. We make we make beautiful podcast music together. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Jesus, that's such a weird. You start set yourself to an up episode. for that. Uh, but you yeah, set yourself. But that's up. like. That's, that's like such a weird start to an episode. We're going to talk about a guy that like rips a baby out of a woman and like eats his own entrails. <laughs> Talking about like our companionship to begin the episode. And that's yeah, how it's going to yeah. end. So. Yeah. My spirit animal, uh, Cheryl Crow. Um, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Like that era of music. Like, I'm not going to say I don't know the songs. I know the songs, yeah, but like all do. the artists blend together. And it's not shit. just like all the women sound the same or all the men sound the same. It's like, no, like literally, I just cannot remember anything. Who sang what? Who did what? But I know the songs. Yeah, like the if songs I hear the song on the radio or in the fucking dive bar, I'll know it. But uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's all a blur. Exactly. It's like, what the fuck happened? Like, I guess also because we were listening to this shit, like actually on the radio, you didn't have a screen telling you who it was. You know what I oh, mean? Very so, true. Like, you yeah, smart radios weren't a thing then, true. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't like bombarded with all this information all the we time. We were like so teenagers like, oh, stuck in our shitty jobs working at fucking grocery stores or some shit, and that's all you had yeah. to hear all day was this radio bullshit. Like, dude, I worked at a, at a grocery store. I got fired from a grocery store as my first oh, job. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude, it, it is a scandalous story. I worked in produce, and there was a a very nice young lady who worked in the floral department. We shared a cooler. And, you know, being a, a suave oh. young gentleman that I was at the time. With dreadlocks? With with, dreadlocks. I didn't have the dreads then. It was to come. But I, I had the long hair, baby. I was I was killing it. So, you know, one thing led to another, and we got fired. So, And then oh, I did wow. donuts in my car that night in the parking lot, and I blew out my automatic fucking uh, steering. So that's what, what kind of car did you have? It was a '96 Buick Skylark family sedan. There we go. I was doing Everybody reverse knew. donuts in that motherfucker because it was front wheel drive. All of a sudden, it locked up on me, and I had to drive oh. like fucking ten miles back home with no power steering. Uh, oh, it was a good night. God. I dropped her like off you- at home first too, because like I said, I was a gentleman, you know. Yeah, took care of. Well, it. you say, oh, it's a classic car. It's a '96, right? <laughs> it was like, like that, it's only yeah. <laughs> that classic at that time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, did your grandpa's Bel Air have power steering? Maybe. Uh, it's, it's like just like the old Skylarks. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's so funny. Like my dad had a car, and I felt I always felt like the power steering was either like fucked up or it's just super loose. And I just remember like. Turning the wheel, turning the wheel, turning the Forever. wheel, turning the wheel, turning the wheel. It's like, oh, god damn it. Like, 
fuck. And then you drive your 94 Cavalier and it's like like a rat when you turn the lights on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go-kart like go-kart compared to that <laughs> shit, dude. It's awesome. That car, that car used to overheat all the time. And I distinctly like remember being in my first semester of college and I had to drive maybe like 40, like 40 minutes like each way to get to the college and I remember like hot as fuck it's like the start of the year it's September in New York so Cooking. it's still like the summer my fucking transmission uh, my transmission my radiator just fucking takes a shit while I'm on the highway and Smoking. that's when I learned yeah I, I like I like call my dad I'm like dad what do I do because he was still my dad wasn't retired at the time he worked in the city so he was coming from the complete opposite direction and like rush hour traffic, like no way I'm getting anybody getting to, to help me. Oh no, dude! I learned that day the whole thing where it's like blast your heat and just start driving. Get that heat you know what I away mean? from the engine bay and hope for the best, man. That's yes. all you can do, I, dude. I was riding on the shoulder, going around people. I like yeah. couldn't stop. Anytime I stopped, I was like, oh no, 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 no. Watch that gauge go up. <laughs> yeah, dude, I made it home, and that was that. I had that happen to me once going uh, over a bridge in New York. My fucking Ugh. shit went out. I was sitting in dead stop traffic coming out of New Jersey. Just that's like that's like our age group, man, where I feel like everybody that I went to high school with, they either drove Cavaliers or they drove those, like, uh, what are they, Pontiac, uh, not the Grand Ams. Yeah, is it the Grand Am? Yeah, yeah like the, yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah, four-door. Yeah, I, knew somebody, I knew somebody with a Grand Am. Everybody had, had those fucking cars, man. I felt bad because nice. I didn't have one. I was driving the fucking Skylark like a goon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's a different time. I guess you have to... I guess also, like, a lot of people got their cars, like, maybe from their parents. That's where or, I got the Skylark, know. yeah. That was yeah, the, so that was probably, like, the... like the first a car. Hot, a hot, like, economy car of the time. You know what I mean? Like, mm. where a lot of people got them, so that's why you saw them so much. Who the fuck knows? Dude, they, uh, they, right? I got, I got, I got the fucking Skylark because they picked up the Lancer. And boy, let me tell you, I drove the Lancer way more than I ended up driving oh, that Skylark. Hell yeah. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> they wasted their oh, time yeah. giving me that car. Was it an Evo? No, it was just the normal. It was the Rally series, but it wasn't the Evo. So it was like the in between, the, the fucking yeah. the all wheel hey, drive cool. though. Woo. Still cool. Dude, I'll tell you what. Hey, one of those small little tiny cars, dude. Everyone was like, that can't be good in the snow. Those motherfucking cars are some of the best cars you will ever drive in the snow. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. Drive. You unbelievable. don't get bogged down because it's like a fucking monster with no fucking weight behind it. It's just... Dude, I would you know, drive no that over my your, truck. I was going to say no offense to your big old <laughs> fucking my monster truck. truck nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, hey, that's why they were... That's You ever watch like those old like rally fucking races from the 80s and even new ones i think they still do them like through the snow it's and all shit. those cars dude it's also it's not trucks it's all fucking escorts yeah. fucking lancers and stuff crazy shit crazy shit all right so well we babbled on too much about this bullshit let's uh, let's get back Chris, to the the business Chris, in hand Chris. here some splatter my let's, friend let's talk about some splatter um some italian splatter that takes place in greece sort of the same place uh general general vicinity of each other um grits everybody probably knows this movie as the grim reaper right or do you think everybody knows it as i see it's spelled antro poffing wait i can't even fucking say it Papa slowly Anthropophagus. yeah, yeah anthropophagus but it's actually supposed to be and no it's <laughs> i'm keeping this in i'm not even gonna no this is how this. we do it no no yeah 
Um, so it's <laughs> it's spelt anthropophagus. There we go. <laughs> um, but it's actually supposed to be a th, right? A a a n t h. Anthropophagus. Yeah, right. Isn't that yeah, what it's supposed that's to how, be? That's how I've always said it. So yeah, but most people know it as the Grim Reaper. I would think. Right, and this was uh, you know directed by uh, Rotini Tomato. So this is going to be a fucking fantastic <laughs> film for us to get into. <laughs> I love these guys. These guys always yeah, just yeah. make wonderful films. Uh, I think actually you meant uh, Joe D'Amato. That's what Pretty I said. Close. Joe D'Amato is going to be. He's he's dude, another great cannibal film. You know, he's he's yeah, known for some yeah. stuff. So he played for the Yankees, right? Yeah, dude, great hitter. I heard. You know, <laughs> uh, he also directed one of my favorites, Absurd, which is like the spiritual sequel to this week's movie, Unofficial, um, right? I mean, not yeah, yeah, not not really, but George Eastman is is playing like the main character has a similar deal i guess kind more of more slashery than that than yeah, this one i yeah. feel right yeah yeah he's able to like regenerate in that second one where this one not so much i just i just think about that come... drill kill that's the only thing i remember of the fucking second one there's a great like drill to the head right uh in in like the hospital he like gets yeah. the nurse with like that surgical fucking drill there we go but he also has the guy like on the meat cutting fucking table saw and cuts his head with it that's pretty fucking awesome too but uh that movie he actually has like a slight backstory where i believe he like was lost at sea by like around greece so it, that's what like kind of ties it together but i feel like it's got you know absurd has more like of a religious undertone to it where like you know it's like the priest chasing fucking george eastman and all that shit and this one's just like a fucking slasher yeah, movie I, on an I, island. I, I like the simplicity of this one it's it's the story is is perfect in the way that it is this this to me is italian horror at its finest we'll get a little bit more into what i'm about to say but this movie is basically if if you took the slayer and you mixed it with like fucking bay of blood or something like that right yeah, like that, a that's, very that's very good uh, combination of the, the slayer is i didn't put that thing together but this has big time slayer vibes yeah it's like if you actually saw the monster throughout the whole movie <laughs> yeah right? the slayer was good this was <laughs> oh you can't say that. Dude, the slayer was no, awesome, the slayer is not bad as fuck it is. It's got its. It's got its charm, but uh, it, it without the the visualization of that monster throughout the movie, this delivers yeah. on that aspect for me. Yeah. So one thing we're gonna have to say uh, before we really get into this movie is the many releases of the Grim Reaper. I'm not even gonna try to fucking say that. Fucking, I can't do it. Anthropophagus. Yeah, I can't do it all episode. Um, so. We probably see the, what is that, a Monterey, right? Let me see. I, ha I actually have one right here. Uh, it's like the gray big box, right? Yeah, the Monterey big box is probably the one that you see the most. Yeah. Right? Uh, that one, or there's also a slipcase that they released too. It's the same cover. Uh, it's just a smaller version yes. of that. Right? And what I've kind of read or deduced from everything I read and heard and listened to and whatever. Basically, if you watched a movie and it's called The Grim Reaper, it's probably cut to shit if you have it on tape. 
every single fucking copy is cut to hell. It's until like quite the a later unrated. Yeah, uh, until the later unrated like DVD releases and Blu-ray releases, everything is cut to hell. Now there is a um, UK release that's uncut. But apparently those are scarce because then they were put on the fucking uh, the video nasties list and then was cut to shit. And, um, the video nuns. There's, like yeah, there's them. also Italian releases of this movie. I have one that you gave me. This is actually from 1998. And what this is, is an unrated cut of Hell yeah. The Grim Reaper. I love so, that cover. It's just, yeah, I love the, the drawing. This is the better artwork. This is definitely the better artwork. You see it in more of the European releases where you see like the fucking guy like sitting there eating guts and shit like in this it it looks like a weird Bob Ross painting. It almost. does look like a Bob Ross painting. That's a great comparison. That's a right? it's like a like, side loader tape too, right? It's like not the yeah, like yeah. bottom. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, this this is a sick tape. You gifted this to me and I will be forever grateful. And I'm happy that I have a fucking pal player too, but Do you actually watch it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I have that option. You watch but, your tapes. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, there's also a copy on Tubi for free, and that is the unrated, uncut version. So that is a good version to watch. Uh, I think most firm, yeah, solid. There, there's a there's a copy on YouTube also that is, uh, has Czech subtitles with, you know, English dub. So you can watch it on there, and that is the full uncut version also. I, I think anytime you're going to find it online now to watch, you're going to end up watching the uncut version everything's so yeah. desensitized at this point that this movie really yeah. isn't as gnarly as like oh the video's nasty it's like it's it's great but yeah. it ain't it was sh- shock at the time oh dude holy fuck we'll get well, there uncut yeah. uncut it was shocking you could tell why they cut it at the time yeah 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 so. yeah um but basically our advice is if it says the grim reaper on it don't buy it it's not worth it it's not worth your time the movie's boring as fuck like you said before it's boring as hell when it's all cut so what's shit. the what's the better title for you the grim reaper anthropophagopagus or the savage island title that was the original working title for the film i prefer uh anthropophagus yeah the grim reaper because that is like the sub like the, the tagline or whatever yeah, yeah the tagline that's like that's cool to me. Uh, just calling it the Grim Reaper is pretty cool too. Um, I just think of the band though every time I, I say that. <laughs> you know, and uh, Savage Island that was that was another movie, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I was gonna say it, it just is. I'm pretty sure that is already the name of another movie. If not, it just screams Italian horror yeah. movie. Yeah, so. the Italian people love movies that take place on an island, and they love boats. Movies, yeah, they love movies with boats and. <laughs> They love movies that have like naked females uh, frolicking in tropical places. Also, they just love vacations. I think that's pretty much what it comes Dude, down I'm 100 to. Per- I'm a hundred percent convinced. I don't know what. Oh man, what the fuck was I watching? Those are all things I, remember- I like to get down with on my vacation. So I get well, it. I I don't remember what movie specifically I was watching, but I was like, why do like all these Italian movies go to all these places to film? And I'm thinking like they must say that they have to go just because they want to go like yeah. they want to go on vacation like yeah yeah it's pretty fucking cool to the jungles know. of africa <laughs> like, oh, we want to go to we want to go to new york to film some stuff they go to new york or they go to like the fucking 
the Bahamas, or yeah. you know, it's it's so fucking funny. And they decided but, to go for a nice know, little uh, Greek vacation here for uh, yeah, for the Grim if Reaper. If you can get away with it, why not? Right? <laughs> Actually, I can't really think of another movie that takes place in Greece. That's like a horror movie. I mean, not of uh, of that time period. Throughout the seventies and eighties, I couldn't. You know, I'm sure there's like probably localized horror movies from people are probably like ah oh, you motherfucking oh i'm, a, you I'm un- fucking retarded i don't know swine. shit about shit don't listen to me about anything i'm just here to yeah, talk stupid stuff so yeah. but I, I i mean but off the top of my head dude i honestly i think it's kind of unique that there's like a a greek setting for this an italian movie that's set in greece well they used to be fucking ran by us italians they might as well go back to the <laughs> islands so <laughs> to heal oh are you allowed to say that? Is that like a is that is that like a good thing? I don't know. I mean, it was it's ancient history at this point. Give it a give it a rest. Literally, yeah, literally, literally. ancient. <laughs> uh, why don't we hit the trailer and let, and then we'll get into this movie because I want to talk about a ton of shit here. Uh, has a has a pretty good connection to one of my favorite movies of all time. So let's hit that trailer and we'll see you on the other side. Show. mysterious house, tortured by a malevolent force, destined to discover the hidden room in the realm of the Grim Reaper. One by one, he tracks them down. One by one, they disappear. One by one, they come face to face with the ultimate terror. Coming for you. The Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. Now, I left off saying that this has a pretty good connection to one of my favorite movies, and I actually have to correct myself. It actually has a pretty good connection to two of my favorite movies. Go on. Now, yep. So the first one, uh, Zora Karova, who plays Carol, is also in Cannibal Ferox. She gets the hooks through the boobies. Which we have covered uh, this past year on on our uh, wonderful podcast here. That's one of my favorite episodes. I definitely recommend going back and listening, uh, and listening to that shit because... Hooks through the boobies? That's 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 bad taste video Crazy. all day. That that's Crazy. awesome. At first, when you were saying her name, I thought you were mispronouncing the movie Zorro, and I was like, "Bro, you don't know how to fucking no, say Zorro." No. Come on. No, 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 no,
And we also have Tisa Farrow, who plays Julie, our main character. Well, one of our main characters. And you would know her as Anne Bowles from Lucio Fulci's Zombie, which would have been right before this. And I believe this is actually her last movie. Yeah, this wrapped it up for her. This is, she, this is it. Nothing happened to her. She just decided to go and live a normal life. She ended on, on two great high notes of, of film Dude. mastery and horror. It's, it's insane watching this movie because, A, she's in it. So it's like got that connection. Like the ADR... The sound effects and stuff are the same ones that they use in zombie. Like oh, immediately you, I hear I hear one that's like a, a horn of some sort in the harbor. It's the same one from zombie. Exactly. I, I, the dude, same. I wasn't hundred percent sure, but I totally felt like it was. Like this movie has such a feeling. Like not it's not like, oh, this is zombie remake. No, no, it's a completely different film, but there's such like a a vibe about this that's the same man they go to a deserted island with like minimal people she has to like bum a ride from somebody which she does to find her dad in Matul. and in this one she's like going to like this find the couple yeah to find that girl similar fucking thing they get on the island like all this fucked up shit starts happening and like they can't escape and eventually she does so it's it's very very similar when it comes to that and i think that's awesome it like really has that 70s even though this is like 1980 it's got that late 70s italian horror vibe where it's got that modern like gore and splatter to it but it still feels like super atmospheric and it's got like just, I don't know, like a like an aura to it where it just makes you like stay interested throughout the whole movie, you know? Yeah, I mean, this movie doesn't hit you with like, oh, the the color play of like Suspiria or something like that. But this really, to me, is like the pinnacle of what Italian horror filmmaking is all about. Like, like, like you said, there's so much taken from zombie as far as like uh, inspiration and story and stuff. But this has like the splatter in all the places that I want it to be. This has the story being taken to the next level of absurdity with uh, with with what you know George no Eastman characters does. Uh, oh yeah, there you go. So I, I feel like this really does. In, in nineteen eighty, this just kind of just puts like the cap on on Italian horror that happened all throughout the seventies, and this was the culmination of it. You know. Yeah, this this movie, if you watch the uncut version, you 100% will see why we're saying this. If you watch the cut version, you you will be disappointed. You'll be like, what the fuck did they watch? I'll, I'll verify that because, dude, I I was late in the horror, uh, in my horror watching, uh, you know, life when I experienced this film. I had gotten it on tape first and I got... You know, the Grim the Reaper. Release. Exactly. Yeah. The one that is very accessible to, to new collectors and stuff. Uh, I got a copy. I'm hearing so much about it. Oh, dude, you like these horror movies that are hardcore? You'll, you'll fucking love that one. It's on the video nasties. I get it. And I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. I, I just watched like a kind of psychological, weird ish zombie kind of movie. But once I saw the full. On an extended, you know, the uncut version, I'm like, holy fuck, this is why this was, you know, the video nasty movie. Yeah. The 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 craziness that is taken to and not a lot of the movie, but in just the, the key scenes is what pushes this into the 
the extreme category. Yeah, especially for the time that it came out. Like, you will be pretty surprised by what happens. Um, one thing that I was reminded of while you were talking, you said, you know, feels like a zombie movie. This was released also as Zombie 7. Was it really? I didn't yep, know that a, shit. Which absurd is absurd. Of course it was. Absurd is Zombie 6, Monster Hunter. So six before absurd before the okay yeah yeah hmm how how fucking funny is that you know and i'm trying to like think back to absurd to see if i could imagine like a scenario where like that story plays out and then it picks up here on and then like i don't know it doesn't play but then, he, then think of like all the sequels to zombie none of them really make yeah. too much sense to the first so yeah because in this, uh, George Eastman's character's name is Klaus Wortman. He turns into this like ghoul because he was stranded, right? And he ended up killing his wife and like eating his son and her body. And like he turned into this ghoul because of that, right? Like basically he just started surviving off of people. He became a cannibal. Right. I figured it was probably like some kind of mad cow disease for humans where like, oh, he ate some bad human meat and now he's like a fucking you know hungry for human you know and then you kind of and he'll eat any human regardless of you know where the source is from you know he's just flesh hungry at that point yeah where in absurd it's like they kind of made george eastman's character like through science right you know what i mean it was like an experiment gone wrong and he's less about like i feel like flesh consumption in that movie he he doesn't eat anybody it's more about killing and slashing and you know that you know murderous rampage right yeah so it really doesn't work either way i mean there's that loose tie with it like oh he's from greece and this took place in greece and george eastman plays both characters and it's the same director but if i guess if they really wanted to tie it in they would have put makeup on george eastman 100 percent. and they did not it doesn't look anything like what he does here yeah he looks like a normal dude well yeah. when you see him in the raft that's what he looks like yeah that's like george eastman fucking when handsome you see him in all these handsome tall motherfucker big, let me tell you big motherfucker he's in all Huge. those like post he's in all those like post-apocalyptic movies like he always plays some sort of like heavy or some shit like that he was in um i think he's in like a james bond movie oh, or something he, like that he's or probably clint like eastwood movie. no clint eastwood movie i he's, think he's probably big earns his fucking favorite actor to be honest with you he loves that post-apocalyptic shit yeah keg stand yeah. yeah that's right so this movie uh like we said is technically i guess like uh like a, a starting point for the modern like splatter genre right because you had movies like zombie and stuff and all like the fulci stuff it just didn't really have that same like egregious thing happening so like in this movie um i'm gonna spoil it for you right away george eastman's character klaus wartman ends up dying but he eats his own intestines as he's dying he can't help himself i love it uh, oh dude it's it's klaus, so beautiful it's just it's insane but klaus also murders a pregnant woman and rips out her fetus and this is in 1980 and you see it happen and then he eats it in front of the father who's dying by a stab wound yes 
there are tons of scenes where it's like just crazy shit like that. Well, maybe not tons of scenes because it is 1980, but like there's a lot of scenes of just shit like that where it takes it to a level where a lot of those Italian horror films didn't go. You know, even with the cannibal movies and stuff like, yeah, people got dismembered and eaten and stuff. And uh, I'm not even going to talk about like the animal killings and shit. But as far yeah, as different. as as far as like shit in the story goes, like nobody was having things ripped from their womb and, you know, it's devoured. Just, <laughs> yeah like 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 real like real bad taste shit you know yeah. what i mean like and i'm not saying us i'm just saying like it's an incredibly bad taste and this i was, feel like this that was pushing led to, no go ahead like no I, f- I feel like this was like the starting point of like all right like there's these slasher movies and like this italian you know these italian gore films but like look what this guy did like i think we could go another step and like offend people a little bit more, you know? Oh, this, this definitely is all, opens This is all doors. our opinion. This is all our opinion. This is not like fucking fact or anything like oh, that. Oh, 100%. But like it, really, it really feels like this kind of just is like almost like how the New York Ripper is like greasy. It's like, it's the same thing, only like way more fucked up in parts. Well, it's, it's less greasy and just more vile. Just like not so much vile, but just like... Like you said, it's just in really bad taste for the for the the purpose of being offensive, and I love that. I mean yeah. that that has been my existence for my <laughs> for yeah. a, since I was a teenager. Is just like what has shock value. I'm yeah. I'm drawn to that. Like what makes people uncomfortable. I'm drawn to that. So like I I get the sense to want to create something that pushes the envelope so far. Where it's like, yeah, I, I want to make these movies that I, I, I love that are emulating these movies that I love, but I want to take it a step further and I want to fucking shock people with what yeah. I show them. And that is yeah. exactly what this movie does. And I could see what you're saying where this is this could be seen by so many young up and coming filmmakers that we will see later in the 80s and 90s to be like, you know, I always thought horror was this, but I realize that it can be something completely different. It can be shocking. It can be, it can be, you know, offensive for the sake of being offensive. Yeah. And, uh, I believe, yeah. Cannibal Holocaust, they bury the baby in the mud that one point, but like, it's not like a focal point of the scene where in this movie, that baby scene is like, he's holding it up like a trophy Displays in front of the it. dad. Yeah, the lighting yeah, is just so- great for it too. It's so fucked up, right? Like, it's just next-level shit. And we keep saying it, but 1980, Jesus Christ. Do you expect this out of something from, like, a 1991, you know, a a video outlaw release or some shit like that? But definitely not. 1980, uh, I guess, shown to the mainstream in some places in movie theaters, you know? It was like you were telling, you you were saying, too, about the end scene where he, the, you know the grim reaper dude there he gets himself cut open you know by the the guy who's saving the girl and his intestines are just falling out and he can't help but to like start devouring his own intestines there's something so like disgusting and vile about that scene but there's also something so like beautiful about the the way it's shot and like just the like the just the pure like rawness of 
his insanity and just man it's it's crazy this is such a mind fuck that it makes it such an enjoyable watch this is really kind of a one of a kind uh, a horror like an italian horror film for me you know what scene really made me like oh when uh our boy Klaus, whatever, George Eastman, the Grim Reaper. Yeah, Klaus, there's his name. He grabs the woman and pulls her through the hole in the ceiling. The, oh, the and roof. And scrapes her fucking face up, like, terribly. Dude, like, I, it's all just, I like, enjoy that, meat. too, because you know what? That's Ooh. fucking realistic. I hate when you see in movies where someone gets pulled through something and their faces are pristine. You gotta save that Un- money yeah, shot. Yeah. It's Unscathed. like, no, bro. He pulls her through a roof and it looks like every fucking board like pulled different parts of her face off coming through the roof. It looks so yeah. good. Oh my God. That gave me like the whole, it's like when you see like dick trauma. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to think, does anybody hang dong in this movie? I don't think no, so. There's not a single one. So I don't think there's even nudity in this movie. No, I don't, I don't recall a, a no, I don't recall a boob or a dong. No, so. just good old violence. Good old graphic oh, violence, right? Fantastic <laughs> violence. <laughs> I really do like the setting, though. I think I said this when we um, when we watched the Slayer that I really like that semi-deserted island where, like, there's sort of there's like infrastructure. Like people did live there at some point, and now there's a reason why there aren't people there. I just love that setting because that's believable. Where it's like, oh, you got a cell phone? It don't fucking matter. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't get reception out here. And especially all these movies take place in, like, the late 70s and the 80s. You didn't have a cell phone anyway. But it's always, to me, like, the most believable, um, I guess, like, trapped in a place. Like, trapped in a house, trapped in a whatever. Being on that island, like a zombie, like a Dr. Butcher MD and all that shit, like that to me is the most believable situation when it comes to being stranded and nobody coming for you and not being found on accident. And this one has it. This one's a very similar deal. It does. And it and in this case, it lends itself to the story so fucking well, man. It The story is built around this island that's in, it's been inhibited. You know, people live there. And these people are coming there to see their friends, to visit. And when they get there, there's nobody. And like, there's not even a sign of anybody for a while until they discover one dead body, you know? And, well, and there's this, the one woman there. Well, yeah, they see the, 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 the gas or the ghostly woman that they fucking see in the windows, but they can never catch up with her. But everybody's basically fucking gone and everything's just left. The clothes of their friends are left at the house and stuff. Nothing was taken. So it, it opens up this great mystery in the beginning of this movie where like the first half of this, yeah, there's some killings and stuff, but it's really this kind of like weird, you know, town mystery that you're trying to figure out of what's happening, who's missing and stuff like that. It really does have some great character development and some story happening that I think gets lost in a lot of splatter films. I just want to say this movie starts off like immediately with like a woman being attacked in the water where you don't really see like that much. And then, like, her boyfriend gets a fucking huge-ass butcher knife to the face. And you I, see it. Uh, and you see it. Like, you see the huge gaping wound in, like, his looks face. looks great. Like, I love how shiny uh, the knife is, bro. And how, like, it's just, like, a really vibrant fucking butcher knife. It looks great. 
Dude, that's how you start a movie, man. Just like zombie, you have the fucking, uh, you have like the fucking corpse sitting up and getting shot in the head, and it's like a fucking real like spooky looking thing. That's that's how you start a fucking horror. And movie, I dude. and I love that a lot of that scene was shot POV of the killer. I fucking love that. You know, yes. that's one of my favorite aspects of of horror movies is when you go behind the fucking eyes of the killer in any scene. I'm all about that. There was a lot of handheld stuff in this. It looks great too. Did you it's notice not that? There's a, there's a yeah. There's a lot of movement, like where it looks like oh, like let's it, get the nice camera to f- capture the landscape. It adds franticness to some scenes that I feel like it really it, it builds the suspense up and it, it kind of plays yeah. with like your emotions as you're watching it. Yeah, I I also think that they do a good job. How you said before, like it doesn't have that like fancy like Argento lighting and all that stuff. It's like a pretty dark movie at times, but it works really well because the monster, you see the monster in daylight too, you know? So it, it's not like you're, you're, you're getting cock blocked throughout the whole movie. Like, Oh, no, is yeah. that it? Is that it? And it makes it where like that darkness is actually like scary. Like, where is this guy? Where is he going to come out of where, you know, what are you going to find behind that door? Yeah. It's really cool. Especially because of the way that they play the, the initial reveal of the monster is it's a very dark night and it's, it's storming out and you initially see him in the flash of lightning behind a door. And it's like, just for that, like split moment, you see him, it's dark again. It flashes again. You see his face again. And you're like, Oh shit. Like Dude, that's gruesome. That's looking. fucking crazy. So like the the darkness of the film is almost crucial to the story, like you're saying, because you you need it to have these areas of like suspense and these areas of unknown for these this this you know creature to be lurking in. It, it really plays well with this movie how dark it is. I I think that the way that this monster like or guy creature is set up. It makes it where you can like actually have him in the light where you don't have to use the darkness throughout every single fucking scene because you don't want to waste the money shot like halfway through the movie or whatever. And I think that the actual creature design in this like really goes hand in hand with the way that they use that like really dark lighting. And it's also like kind of muted, right? Like it's very um, organic like His, organic yeah, the way, colors the, yeah the way he looks is, is is not like you know the the best makeup in the world but i love the way that he looks the colors of the way that he looks he's he, like gray yeah he looks like i would suspect someone who is rotten to look and and more so on that aspect of the way he looks is i love the the because there's a blind girl that they end up saving and like that's the reason that like the one chick you know needed a ride to come to the island was to save this blind girl or whatever and uh but the blind girl has heightened senses because she's blind i guess that's something that happens yeah you know um so with her daredevil senses she's able to fucking (laughs) smell him before he's you know the smell the bad guy what's his name again cletus Klaus. Bocephus. Oh, Klaus, yeah. So she can fucking she can fucking smell smell him before he's actually near, you know, to, to kill people. I love that aspect of it. That he fucking stinks. Because this is like a rotting human being who's eating people. He will definitely fucking stink. So to have that as part of like his character and to have it to be 
something that another character notices first is genius, man. I think that's so smart. Yeah, you ever smell the garbage can at the beach? Oh, Jesus Christ. Bro, I used to live, I used to live like right down the block from the water when uh, a couple of apartments ago and like low tide, man, you would want to gag when you were outside. It was disgusting. That's probably what this guy fucking smelled like. Yeah, like a rotten like a long, beach. Yeah, like like a Long Island canal. That's what oh, it smells good like. Lord. Dirty ass New York water. Fucking rotten Jimmy Hoffa floating in there. <laughs> 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 so one thing I was thinking when I was watching this movie, if you shot this movie on a camcorder, it would still work. Oh, Think dude, it would it. be great. Seriously, like this movie would be so sick if it was shot on video. Imagine this like looked like Blood Cult. Like if that looked the oh, way Blood Cult God. looked, it would be cool as fuck. Oh my God, that would be fucking cool as hell. Yeah, that I, kind of I shot wa- on video. I want to know: Did anybody make a shot on video movie in the late eighties, early nineties that is like this, only shot on video? Yeah, what are we missing? We want to know. Yeah, yeah. What are we missing? There's always somebody out there that's like, well, you know. You didn't talk about this movie. (laughs) It's like, all right, dude. All right, relax. So I think that one of the best things in this fucking movie is the is one of the the music sequences that happened, dude. There's like a synthesizer that they have on like fit. Yeah, but dude, like it's so cool because they basically they just put it on like a sequencer, like an ARP loop, and then they just fucking like play with the frequency. It's so like nauseating feeling when it's happening. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is intense. <laughs> but also there's like there's like these other pieces of music that just don't feel like they fit in the movie. But there are pieces that do. But there's just like certain things that stick out where I'm like, why the fuck did they get this that's from? In, but, but that's inherently Italian also, is it not? Like all oh, these yeah. Italian films have great, used music. great yeah. soundtracks and then like parts of it that you're like, what the fuck is this? Like the opening uh, song to this movie, I'm like, good Lord, is this a love movie? Like what's happening? Will- the, the movie, uh, the movie, the song that the boyfriend is listening to in his headphones Oh my god, dude. That, like t- early techno. Early techno? Song. That was awesome, dude. I love that. That was nuts. I was imagine so confused by that. it. I was like, what well, is that? Well, imagine having that like on loud in your headphones. <laughs> oh my god. I could ba- I could barely deal with it coming out of my fucking TV speakers. Seriously though. It was it was so bad. And I was thinking to myself, he's gonna fucking put that on, dude. Holy fuck. It, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like to relax. It's like if you're Atari made fucking techno music like that's what it fucking sounded yeah, like yeah it yeah so no, it's bad. like uh it's like when your your sega used to fucking just like malfunction pause it's yeah, 16 when you're playing bit sonic nightmare 3. <laughs> yeah you're playing sonic 3 and it just starts malfunctioning it's just oh. that's what it fucking sounded like and the guy's like dancing he's like yeah this is good it's 100 <laughs> degrees out on the right? beach just fucking just, chilling yeah, no yeah no drinks no nothing just his girlfriend's there. out there fucking getting naked dying. ready to take a swim and fucking yeah, he's Ignoring it, listening to his techno. Yeah, there's a six foot eight Italian man fucking lurking in the water. Chopping on her. Yeah, jeez. Dude, man, speaking we were- of chopping on her, bro, I that opening scene where she gets like killed in the water, how blue the water is, and then like the the redness of her blood. I just get so excited about like 
composition like, like that. Yeah, I'm just like, ooh, that looks fucking good. That whole opening was total Jaws vibes. The coming up from behind and shit. The first yeah. time I watched this, I was like, this is a fucking shark movie? Like, that's yeah, definitely what the I thought of first. Yeah. It's oh, it's just a shark. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's either a shark or a monster truck. It's one of those, right? <laughs> I'm <a grim> <laughs> I forgot about that. See, that that motherfucker bites a ton of people. He loves biting people. Dude, biting it's a necks. truck. He can't bite people. <laughs> no. Oh, you mean this guy? I got you. <laughs> hey, can we sponsor a monster truck? Is I that would possible? Love bad taste. Does anybody have truck? any ins? To Dude. put like a bad taste video sticker on like Gravedigger or something. That would be, be pretty sick. That would be fucking sweet. I would really is enjoy the, that. Is the Hulk Hogan one still around <laughs> with the arms? The big arms. <laughs> is that still a thing? Let's put a bad taste tattoo on fucking Hogan's arm on his truck. Do you remember that the, the fucking tug of war? No, it wasn't a tug of war. It was like the fucking monster truck sumo match between the sumo big show match. Oh my and fucking uh, and hogan do you remember that i do not remember this oh we have to stop for a second and just mention r.i.p <sighs> scott hall yeah, the man I, razor ramon i didn't want to fucking bring everybody down in such a, <sighs> a fun episode man but yeah you know in just touch talking about sega a minute ago dude i mean that was my guess <laughs> that, that was my go-to on royal rumble Back in the fucking day was was Razor Ramon, dude. Well, I was waiting for you to say, speaking of giant white guys, but... (laughs) (laughs) Same difference. Him and George Eastman might be related. (laughs) Not as hairy. But I got to say, this one one hit me pretty hard. Um, Road Warrior Animal kind of made me feel bad, but not as bad when uh, Road Warrior Hawk died. That made me feel fucking terrible. Because that was like the first one. You're like, fuck, there's no more road warriors. You know what I mean? <sighs> Animal was uh, tougher, also, for sure. Also, um, Rick Rude, obviously, was He's a, a boy, terrible dude. one for me. And Mr. Perfect, that's another one. Terrible. Brian Pillman, I was a little, a little too young, I think, to like really register... I didn't really understand what was going on. You know what I mean? You're like well, fucking 11 years old. I mean, I know a lot of the clan members were really upset when the Ultimate Warrior died because they lost their their Grand Wizard and shit. So, I mean, everybody feels <laughs> bad when people lose somebody. It's, it's understandable. I just, I don't know. This one made me feel really bad. I guess because he was like a mainly, uh, you know, the time that I really grew up watching wrestling, like he was prominent he changed. on... Yeah, on WWF and um, WCW, he was pro- he was prominent. So yeah, and dude, he he, he changed the he changed yeah. the way wrestling is you know done today. What him and Scott Hall did in the nineties was was evolutionary. So he, paid, he baby, you know, yeah, it, it was really about fuck everybody else. We deserve more, and you know, a lot of people have him to thank for the money that they're making in that industry today, <laughs> dude, that's for sure you know I, hogan wasn't helping anybody no that's for damn sure he's gone to get himself over so but i mean me, he, I, i've always rooted for him dude because you know obviously he's had a little bit of a rough life he's had his up and downs man and like who hasn't i've been there so it's he came out on top he enjoyed the the last few years that he had so I, i'm just yeah. happy that he had that yeah, I guess it's better that he had that like resurgence and everything was good than like him dying in the gutter. Yeah, like a fucking you know. It's great Hall mess. of Fames. You know his his speech is there. He got I was in there with, for the, that. with the oh really? That's fucking yeah. epic, dude. That's cool yeah. as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was good, man. The original or was it the NWO one? 
that one. I think that was NWO. That one. Oh yeah, that's because because it was all of them. That's no, oh, yeah. no. That was no, no. It was just Razor. It was just yeah. Razor because I have the shirt. I have the yellow shirt that they sold. Oh, dude, that's that's yeah. dope. Hang on to that shit. Yeah, so sick. But that's you know, just gotta say, that's uh, that's a, some real depressing shit. So the Grim Reaper. Speaking of <laughs> some real depressing shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So Grizz, why don't you give me your final thoughts on this one? Uh, it's I. I'll give you actually. You no, know I'm going to give mine first. Let's hear it. If you like the Slayer, but you feel like it was lacking like kills and like graphic violence, watch this movie. If you didn't like the Slayer because it lacked kills watch this movie yeah it, it, this movie is legitimately awesome it really is cool and if you like zombie and shit you're probably gonna like this movie too but you gotta make sure you watch the unrated version grizz what do you think man last last thoughts on on the grim reaper I man like i said the whole time this movie fucking rules this is what italian filmmaking is all about for me um this has all the the perfect aspects of those type of films that that i want in one nice little package uh, I, I would honestly, I would give give this film, you know, five severed heads in a bucket, because it's 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 that fucking good, man. It's a good one. It's a good one. All right, so uh, let's head over to the video Dropbox, and we'll see what the last movie of our uh, splatter month will be. Mr. Grizz, we're here in the video Dropbox, and we figured why go back to shitty America when we could stay in Europe and go to Italy. Well, I guess kind of stay in Italy, sort of. We're returning from vacation on <laughs> the Greek islands. Yeah, back home. Yeah, we're going back to Rome, and we're going to visit the master, Mr. Lucio Fulci, with his 1990 splatter filled oddball uh he stars in it uh just a wonderful film a cat in the brain yeah i mean what would a splatter month be if we didn't in include uh uh lasagna fettuccine in, in our fucking amazing movie lineup here it would not be a true fucking splatter fest without him so you know fettuccine lives my friend i <laughs> Can we make that like a bumper sticker? Dude, Fettuccine lives. I'm gonna fucking. No, 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 no. This is it. This is it. Fettuccine lives, and it's the fucking zombie face, but it's made out of fucking noodles. Or he's like sucking a fucking pasta noodle into his fucking mouth. <laughs> Look for that shit. The new Bad Taste video bumper stickers coming soon, guys. That's gonna yeah, be dope. Fettuccine lips. <laughs> 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 no.
No, but but this movie is just fucking wild, dude. There's tons of killing and shit. It's a later Fulci movie. Um, I do prefer his uh, American name that you may see on the Seven Doors of Death releases, Lewis Fuller. That's <laughs> so good. It's so on the Lou, nose. Lou Fuller. Lou um, Fuller. Lou Fuller. But Cat in the Brain, it's just fucking wild. Let's hit the uh, trailer. I, I'm fairly certain there is one because this is, be. an, uh, this is a real movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's take a look. Try to concentrate on the metronome. You will do everything I tell you to do. You nearly killed the telejournalist and smashed a camera. Yeah, stick on fire! And then you started to tear off Mrs. Herbert's clothes. But you won't remember anything. You will slowly be possessed by madness. You'll think you've committed terrible crimes. What's the matter with you, Fulci? But I'll be the one who kills and wreaks the horror. Just like you do in your films. Doesn't look real to me yet. Get him out of my sight. I'll create an evil being who everyone will think is you. Thirsty monster. Your films, your scripts will condemn you as the murderer. After all, doesn't that stupid old theory say that seeing violence on the screen provokes violence? Hmm? <laughs> I'm pumped to do this, man. I have a Japanese release of this. Um, it's it's quite the film. It is pretty much what everybody says a Fulci movie is, where it's just like gore scenes just there, and then they kind of make it up as they go along to get to the next gore scene. That's what this movie is. But only it was meant to be that way. Yeah, see, at like this they, point in his life, he was like, oh, that's what these people expect of me. Well, here you go, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. perfect. I, th- I think there's like a tidbit on IMDb where they're like, yeah, the movie was originally written to have zero dialogue and just be like graphic scenes of death. <laughs> I like, wish it was. Like sound. I wish it was, honestly. That'd be even better. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. <laughs> I love I love it, man. I love Fulci shit. You guys know that. Um, it's it's time to go back and talk about something I feel like I haven't heard many podcasts cover. I don't know if, I don't know of any podcasts that have covered it. At least I haven't seen any. So maybe this will get some people to look into some other Fulci movies besides the Gates of Hell trilogy, New York Ripper, Manhattan Baby, uh, Zombie. Oh my God, there's so many. Don't torture a duckling. Let's I mean, keep going. Conquest. That's not even mentioning. I mean, that's just his horror films. Yes. Contraband. You know, I would say yeah. There's other films that aren't horror films that uh, this motherfucker Fang. has done as well. So it's yeah. quite the catalog. Go watch the the Fulci White Fang movie. Go find that one and watch it. <laughs>
the, 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 go find the Fauci Moby Dick cut. That's the no, I, dude. I, I I have the White Fang movie. We'll watch it. Just some It's so fucking fun. Oh, no pun intended. Oh, I just keep doing it today. I just, <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped to do. I'm pumped to do. Fucking cat the brain, uh, Grizz. Is there anything else that you would like to add to this conversation? No, right I'm, now? I'm super, super stoked for next week, dude. I think we're gonna end it on a on a great note for uh, to a crescendo of our gore month, uh, ending on a faulty note. Our splatter February, March. Yeah. Wait, what month is it? I don't even know. What are we in? We we're in, in the March, middle, bro. Yeah, because yeah, WrestleMania is coming up, baby. I don't even think it's the last week in March, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think there's probably it's another not. week. No, no, no. But, but uh, Cat in the Brain will be our last episode of March. Oh, there yeah, yeah. That's how it works. There you go. There you go. It's late. You get up really early. You get up super <laughs> early. So I understand. Uh, Grizz, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video. You can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Keep an eye out. We're going to start doing some Discord shit. We're going to be going live. Maybe record some live episodes for you. If you want to swing by, hit the chat, ask us some dumb questions. Um, We're we're all about that shit. Uh, We had some crazy... We had some crazy technical difficulties last week, but we actually smoothed them out, and we are running more efficiently than we ever have. Yeah, believe I guess it, it or just not. Took a, a little tweaking. I had to sit here and just fuck with some knobs and some buttons and some switches and some bit rates and all sorts of shit, and that's it. We're good to go, right? But now? as your favorite Facebook band says, big things are coming, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out the Bad Taste Video Facebook, too. Uh, talk shit to Grizz. Talk shit to yeah, me. Let it. us know what you bought. Let us know what you got. Uh, we want to see your tapes. How about that? Show us yeah. your tapes, baby. Show me your tapes. Show and me if- your fucking cool Blu-rays that are being released that I need to go buy also. I want to see any yeah. cool movies that you got. Yeah, if you got some cool movies, tag us in the post. We want to see what you got, and I'll uh, I'll see if I can match it with the VHS. That's I'll sick. talk shit to you. That's how we do. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Grizz will tell you that the movie sucks, even if it doesn't. <laughs> even if he loves it. So we'll see you next week with Cat in the Brain.